Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Kyle. Thanks for taking the time to tune back in with us this week. We're just hanging out, looking up some weird shit, per usual. Yep, that's that's how we do. Hope everybody is uh, being safe out there, staying healthy, and just living their best life. You know how it is. Yeah, I do, because uh, we're currently living ours, so. True that. Um, we hope that you're enjoying all of our episodes, and we hope that you're sharing us with all your friends. That way we can get the word out there, and it's dope, and we can just take over the world. I like that. Hell yeah. That idea of us taking over the world. But before we can take over the world, we got to get through the business, so we're going to do that. Check us out at all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Search up the Hollis Guy Podcast, and you'll find us there. Come on over to the Facebook pages, hang out. Just chit-chat with us, send us some of your creepy stories, share memes, you know the deal. If you got a creepy story, Kyle's going to tell you how to get it to us. You can give us a call at one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow Leave us a message on there. It's in five-minute intervals, so you'd have to call back, leave another one, or you can email it to us, and we can read that off for you on the show. Um... You can get on your smartphone, use the voice memo app, record your story, and then shoot it over to the email. Or you can just get a hold of us any way you need to. Uh, we're trying to start get a, a Reddit page set up where we can all get on Reddit and draw some more people in that way and share our stories. For all you Redditeers out yeah. there or whatever they're called. Yeah, I think Reddit's going to be, I'm just now getting into it. I think it's going to be a really fun place. Because there's a lot of really cool stories on there. Yeah. So seems like most of the people are pretty interesting. For sure. Um, speaking of podcasts, list, listening apps and stuff, if you listen to us on Apple and iTunes, please feel free to hop on over there and leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps us out so much. Like, we don't really have any way of profiting off this. So if there's one thing you can do... To help get our name out there is hop over there and leave us a five-star rating and review. If you do, we'll gladly shout you out on here. So, today's five-star rating and review is brought to us by Brian315. He left us a five-star review and he said, Thank you for such a great podcast. Listening feels like garage conversations with friends. Keep up the great work. Brian, upstate New York. Thanks, Brian. We're glad that we can connect like that. You know, that's kind of what we go for, just couple dudes hanging out, talking about weird shit with some microphones on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. We we like talking about weird shit. It's what we do, and we're glad that, like Steve said, that we come across as just a bunch of dudes and ladies hanging out, shooting the shit, talking about our weird stuff that goes on in our lives, or even if you're just fascinated by listening to other people's weird shit. Yeah. We sure as hell don't know everything, and we don't claim to, but... We're just here to have a good time. Yeah. It'd be weird. And it's cool that we got somebody in New York hanging out with us. Definitely. So well, we hope you're staying safe out there, Brian. Thanks for taking the time to uh, leave that five-star rating and review. It really does help us out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, was it from New York? The uh, Sean showed me a picture of somebody that put one of our stickers on his bike. Yeah, I think it's the same, same dude. Dope. That's awesome. That's dope. Um, We're actually... Thinking about getting some merch made. We've got some t-shirts designed. It's kind of uh, in the chamber we're trying, we're messing with. Thinking about getting some 
T-shirts made. We have stickers if anybody wants to go after them. We're also flirting with a Patreon idea. For those of you that aren't familiar, it's kind of like... How do I explain it? You can subscribe to tiers, and we'll release different content for those tiers. It's just kind of a way to help support the podcast and cover charges and stuff but we'll still have all this free content we release every week but this will be just additional content that anybody wants anybody's interested in we're thinking about doing that we haven't committed anything yet but when we do we'll post it up on social media yeah and like a like i mean you were talking i mean what's the worst gonna happen nobody's gonna sign up for it yeah fuck it i'll sign up for it well i won't because i don't have money so that's also true and i'm the one right. creating the content so i won't sign up for it but whatever yeah i mean <laughs> hey yeah you, um, you guys want to help us out i'll be more than willing to let you do that another dope thing you can do is send us any of your um creepy stories your paranormal encounters just anything out of the ordinary we'd love to hear it Yes. Um, and to all those that have, we want to say thank you. Um, today we have a response to questions we'd ask from a previous uh, listener encounter. So this comes from Dave. It says, good day, guys. It's Dave, who submitted the ghost stories from Down Under. Thanks heaps for choosing to read my stories on the recent podcast. I had a big smirk on my face when you read them out. I have a few points of clarification for the stories and responses to your questions. With regard to the figure that my brother saw in the hallway, I asked him if he definitely saw that it was his wife. He said the only thing that resembled his wife was the fact that it was definitely a female figure. He didn't see any distinguishing features, etc. to identify her as his wife, but he just assumed it was her since she was in the house. He definitely heard footsteps coming down the hallway, but didn't hear any other physical inter- interactions, like doors opening or closing. When I asked if anything else happened outside of the stories I told, he said not really. He said he didn't notice anything go missing around the house or move in different places or hear doors close or footsteps other than the woman in the hallway. But he reinforced that he had a newborn at the time. When you're juggling that and both parents working full times on alternate shifts, it'd be easy to miss subtle things, like things being placed in different locations. Heard that. He also said that aside from feeling a little freaked out immediately after he or after the few events, he didn't feel like there was anything malicious or threatening in the house. I guess it's because he's like me and would have chosen just to ignore the thing. I've heard with bad ghosts slash demons, they need negative emotions and people actually acknowledging them or that they are present in order to get stronger. As for if they know or have kept in contact with new owners, no, they haven't. In saying this, they've never sold or they never sold the house thinking it was haunted. In fact, they lived in that house for almost seven years after the light bulb incident without anything further happening. The three events I talked about all happened in a short time frame over a couple of months. So whether whatever was doing the weird things was tied to the house or my brother or sister-in-law is hard to tell. My sister-in-law is a nurse and at the time uh, was working in a ward that commonly had death. So I guess it's possible for her to bring something home. I would also like to say that drop bears are not real. It is just a popular joke that Aussie locals tell tourists to scare them when they're camping or traveling. I just don't want you to think that I'm a dick, so I just wanted to clarify this point here. Kyle, you don't have to worry about a koala dropping on your face if you come to our beautiful country. Finally, I want to say a theory about Australia. A lot of people say they don't want to visit Australia because everything wants to kill them. It's true that we have a lot of venomous shit, but bites and additionally fatalities are extremely rare. The animals here are as chill as the people, so if you leave them alone, you'll be good. I think the rest of the world uses Australia to put their own mind at ease when thinking about their own countries. <laughs> the biggest predator that Australia has is a dingo, which is a wild dog. 
At least we don't have bears, mountain lions, tigers, or other big predators that can really ruin someone's day. In essence, what I'm trying to say is Australia is an awesome place, and the local fauna won't try to kill you if you visit, except if you go in the water. You're the bottom of the food chain there. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I've quite a few ghost stories that have been passed down to my family, so if you ever want any more creepy encounters, let me know. Stay weird, you legends. Dave. Oh, dude, fam. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm not fucking with the water period dude, at the end. That's Brady my is... legit biggest fear. Kyle is deathly afraid of the water. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. The water could be a foot deep. If he can't see the bottom, if I can't see into it, there's a fucking giant squid in it. It's that simple. That escalated quickly. It's that simple. If I can't see into that water, there is likely that there's a giant squid hiding in the bottom of the food chain. Oh, dude, you're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. It's why I don't fuck with the water. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't fuck with it, but and then in hindsight, you you know, you talk about me visiting your country. I would love to come to Australia, dude. Same. It's on. It's on. It's one of the top countries I want to visit. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like Australia is like kind of like Canada, except for the fact that you guys just sit around and drink beer and hang out with kangaroos, and which I'm good with. Like I'll come down there, except well. I you guess I'll backtrack swim. because a, I don't fucking like water, so I'm not getting on a boat and fucking sailing over there. And b, I've never been on a plane, and the thought of flying, the older I get, scares me more and more because I've never <laughs> done it. So never mind, he's not coming. Like to I'm, sl- I'm slowly barring myself <laughs> from leaving the country. Period. The end. So. Well, never but mind. I, but I would love to go to Australia. Just bring Australia cool. here. Yeah, you just can bring do that. it to Illinois. Just uh, just talk to some people, get a custom motor built for it, slap it on the back of Australia, and just Float sail over, that motherfucker bud. over. <laughs> Send her over. Um, thanks for actually taking the time to uh, answer some of the questions. Um, it kind of brings some light to the stories because when at first he said that it was his wife, it made my brain go to time slips. It right, made my yeah. brain go to alternate dimensions and everything. This kind of puts it more into perspective that it could actually just be uh, a ghost, so to speak. Right. You know what I mean? Like a spirit. Yeah. It doesn't necess- It isn't necessarily tied to anyone personally. Maybe it's not tied to the house. It could just be a residual haunting. Exactly. That like like you said they just didn't catch because when you got a newborn baby Kyle can attest I can't oh, yeah. attest because it's been 10 years ago but Kyle can attest life gets chaotic chaos and easy to miss absolutely I got a beautiful baby girl but when she wants something boy she wants something and yeah. she lets everybody know even the ghosts take a back seat. oh yeah oh yeah so, so thank you so much for taking the time and I just I yeah. know I say this every time I read something from another country but it is so surreal to me that people across the goddamn globe are listening yeah. to our little project here that we're recording in my spare bedroom. So. Right. And right Ad, before we continue on here, I'm still kind of stuck on the email. Um, a, whenever you were reading his line that said, I had a big smirk on my face. Well, by reading that, I had a big smirk <laughs> on my face. And then uh, what was the other fucking part that I really enjoyed? Oh, you, you called us legends. I was like, that's fucking dope. Dave, you're a fucking legend. You are a legend, brother. And please share the ghost stories that you have that oh, yeah. your family's passed down. We want to hear them and we want to share them. So Absolutely. Send them our way. So thanks, Anything Dave, for taking everything. the time. So awesome. Yep. Australia's awesome. If I ever come to Australia, yep. we'll hang out. Dude, 
it would be enticing if we had like a free trip to Australia. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, I mean, we almost got on a TV show that put us in Antarctica, but I'm not going to Antarctica because I hate the cold. And he hates flying. I hate flying. But at least all the water's frozen. (laughs) Fuck that. And by almost got on a show, someone just sent us an email. Bro, we've had like six people reach out for us to be on TV. Is it really TV, though? I don't know. Me either, because we didn't respond. Yeah. Well, the first one we were going to, but it was janky as fuck. It was it yeah. was suspect. They wanted us to sign contracts and shit. Yeah, and basically. First thing you learn is never sign an internet contract. No. And they're basically I saying. lost a kidney that way. They could take your story, and if it wasn't good enough for them, they could spruce it up in any way they wanted to. <laughs> and then on top of that, once you submitted all of your information to them, they then owned that story. There's nothing you couldn't even talk about that story anymore. Well, of course they owned it. They made so, they faked it. They yeah. made up their own bullshit. And that's what sucks is because these you know people are reaching out with their personal experiences, and that TV show would then have the opportunity to completely flip it and make us all look f- like fucking nut jobs, <laughs> or we spruce do, it we up do a good so enough much. Job of that ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Or spruce it up so much that it completely takes away the essence of actually what happened. You're just making it more uh, Hollywood, so to speak, so people watch that shit. Fuck yeah. that. Um, I think me and Steve need a TV show, and we'd be the realest motherfuckers in TV on land. On the block here Has- in Illinois. Hashtag realist. Hashtag let's get weird. Um, Kyle. That's the show name right there, hashtag let's get weird. Yeah. Kyle's did a little digging, did some digging, into the BEKs, the Black Eyed Children. No, BECs, BEKs. <laughs> Fucking nailed that wow. one. You nailed it. Idiot. Idiot, Steve. Hey, but B-E-C's. that is one. Yeah, BEC slash BEK. Yeah, whatever. You fucking Black Eyed Kids. Dude. You're pretty dude, much whatever. Mark, I'm not Mark good at Mark McGuire in this bitch. But before we get into that, I bought a, ordered a book off the internet the other day. It's called Games of Play in the Dark. It's about all these games that... Invoke spirits and summon so demons and shit. Stupid. And Brady won't play it with me. Why would I do that? That's I just, don't know. That's just asking. I for keep calling bad you Brady, things. and I don't think anybody knows that that's your nickname. No, that's Kyle. Whenever fuck. I say Brady's Kyle, but yeah. So if anybody wants to play some creepy games, holla. Yeah, fucking come over to Steve's house and do it because I ain't doing that shit. Whatever, dude. Demon possesses me. He just leave. He'd be like, that body's effed. Yeah. So that. now that we're done blabbering on and on. Oh, you guys love it. Yeah, Kyle's going to jump into the B, E, K's, and C's. Yeah, it depends on, uh, I mean, it's all the same fucking thing. It's going to be fine. They're little people with black eyes, and they suck. Yeah, they're okay. pretty creepy. So, from the beginning here, black-eyed children. They, to my regard, seem to be of a more paranormal origin, although some people... Hmm. Obviously have a alien tie to it. I mean, who doesn't see that coming? I mean, there's you talk about Bigfoot and there's alien ties. Because um, they run this shit. Yeah, I kind of feel like, for the most part, that these black-eyed children are more or less of the paranormal world. They will be in the form of a child from ages 6 to six, 16. They usually have pale skin and, obviously, black eyes. They're usually Hence seen... the name. Yeah. Exactly. Captain Obvious. (laughs) They're usually seen hitchhiking or panhandling, but it seems that most accounts, they appear on people's doorsteps. 
panhandling? Yeah, just, I'm just out here trying to make money. I guess I was I was thinking the exact same thing when I was writing that. I was like, I've never I've never really heard a story of a little kid panhandling and then being like, oh shit, he's got black eyes. <laughs> panhandling for your soul. Yeah. Um. And, and in most accounts, it seems like they're wearing hooded clothing, whether it be a hoodie or. I guess like a reaper's cloak or whatever you want to call it. They they always end up in hoods for some reason. Like they couldn't make it any more creepy. Exactly. Because uh, if the giant black eyes didn't do it, we're going right. to dress like the Grim Reaper. Cool. When you are approached by the black-eyed children, you're usually alone, and it just doesn't happen at your home. It could be happening while you're waiting at the stoplight and nobody else is around. You'll usually be approached by the kids, and they will ask you... They, they will try to coax their way inside, whether it's inside your home or inside your car or whatever. And the, some people say that, that they're almost like vampires in the sense that they can't come in unless you actually allow them slash invite them in. I heard that, that they have to be invited, which is typical, common vampire trope. Yes, exactly. Because you know, like- there, there are a few people who think that they could be vampires, which... Uh, there's really no other evidence that I've stumbled across that shows that they are vampiric in any nature that they would purposely try to suck your blood that's and have and have like the telltale fangs and all that fucking shit. Yeah, that's probably because the people that invite them inside aren't around to tell the story. I found a story where people invited them in, and I don't think it ended very well for them. Yeah, see, because so, they're vampires. It may, hey, maybe I don't fucking know. Um. Like I said, you're usually alone when you're approached by them, and they're they'll try to coax their way in. They, you know, if they're at your doorstep, they'll use these. You know, uh, can I use your phone to call my mom? I, you know, I need I need a ride, or can you know my parents are just around the corner? Can we wait here for them to get here? Just just weird things like that. They'll to try, try to get yeah, anything. The house. They'll ask for food, money, anything to get inside. And usually, like I said, it doesn't end very well for the people that let them in. There are claims that, you know, if you if you look at it from a standpoint that these kids are more of demonic in nature, there are claims that by letting them in to your house or your vehicle, you're actually almost like acknowledging in a contract between you and the devil saying, well, yeah, you can have my soul. You can come into my life now. So that's kind of shitty. So, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, just shut the fucking door in their face. Don't don't mess with them. But here is one I found this is one of what could be considered one of the first one of the first recordable sightings of the black-eyed children. It would happen in 1996 by a man named Brian Bethel. While Brian was out one night, he stopped in a parking lot to fill out a check. While doing that, he had two young boys approach his car. The older of the boys began to tap on his window, and it kind of startled Bethel because he was, you know, completely enthralled into filling out his check. All the while, he was he was overtook with fear that he couldn't explain. The older boy began to tell Bethel that he and his brother wanted to see a movie, but forgot their money at home. The boys began to ask if Bethel could give them a ride to grab some money. They kept assuring him that they didn't live far. But Bethel began to think about it and realized that it was already late at night 
And he figured by the time he drove them to get money and come back, the mo- the last movie that was already playing would basically be over with. So he started to, to almost acknowledge, like, something's not right here. The older boy kept trying to coax their way in, and Bethel began to unlock the door like he was almost borderline compelled to do it. That's when he looked back at the boys and noticed their eyes were completely black. And apparently, when you realize their eyes are black, that's usually when things tend to get shitty. The second boy was basically doing the same thing he'd been doing the whole time. He remained silent. As the older boy began saying, We won't hurt you. We don't have a gun. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun? Yeah, you And by Bethel's account... (laughs) Sounds like something that somebody with a gun would say. Exactly. By Bethel's account, by by them saying, we don't have a gun, it was more or less said in a manner that we don't need a gun to harm you. Oh. Almost like he was implying a threat. Yeah. Like, we don't have a gun. Exactly. We're going to eat your soul. Exactly. And what a little dick. The older boy began pulling at the door, and that's when Bethel kind of snapped out of the little trance he was in. He's like, fuck this. And he just floored the car and left the boy standing there. He just got out of there. He bounced. I don't blame him. Fuck no. How creepy would that be? You're just hanging out, and all of a sudden, I think I've heard these two little shits, you know, knocking on your door. And then you have all these weird feelings, you know, for some, you know, you wouldn't generally a grown man's not going to be afraid of it. We'll we'll say, we'll say 10 year old kid standing outside the door asking for a ride home. I just, you know, normal people would be like, no, I'm not giving you a ride home or they would, you know, it's one one or the other there. You're not going to have this overwhelming sense of fear and dread come over you. And then like we were talking just a second ago. Who in their right mind is trying to coax you into you know getting in their car or their house and then you just look at them and be like, but I ain't got a gun. Yeah. Like, I'm friendly. I'm not going to shoot you. Yeah, I don't have a gun. But I also don't need to shoot you. Right. It just, I don't know. It, it just sounds. It's, I don't know. It sounds unnatural, it's I guess. Weird. Like, the more, I don't know. The more I try to look into it, the less that I can speculate as to what these things are. So I don't fucking know. Um, Here is another story that I was able to find, and it happened in Vermont. There was an elderly couple who heard a sound, and it was three loud knocks on their front door. They opened the door and saw two children, a boy and a girl. The kids said, our parents will be here soon. May we come in? Hell no. The children did not make eye contact and just stood in the, in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while, they let the boy and girl inside. The kids then settled on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa, and the husband asked them questions that went unanswered. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry with the children. Then the children asked, may we please use the restroom? The wife looked at the kids, and she finally saw them. The children's eyes were as black as a starless universe. She directed them to the bathroom and returned to her husband, who was covering his face with his hand. Did you see their eyes? 
The husband then showed her his hand full of blood from a nosebleed. The power suddenly went oh, out, shit. and the house turned as dark as the kids' eyes. The wife headed to the restroom and was confronted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall, uttering, Our parents are here. The kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife then noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway. The men were very tall and slender. The wife waved, but did not receive the same friendly gesture. The two men and children then drove away together in one car. The power came back on a little later after the kids left. Throughout the next week, weird things happened in the house. Three of the four cats went missing, and the fourth had been found dead in the pool, or in in a pool of its own blood. I mean, that's not good, but I'm like, drowned in the pool even? The husband continued to have nosebleeds and finally went to the doctor where he was diagnosed with a very aggressive skin cancer. (laughs) So it didn't turn out very well. Damn. But when I was reading this story to begin with, there was one, I mean, aside from the, the kids, one very interesting detail that I picked up on. And that's whenever they said, our parents are here. And they left, left the door wide open. And the description of the men waiting for them reminded me of something else. And see if you pick up on it. There were, there were men at the end of the driveway. The men were very tall and slender. Weird. It almost makes me feel like the men in black. Mm-hmm. Kind of cleaning up the mess right. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. It, it wouldn't make sense that they, unless they're working with the men in black or something of that aspect, but they, you know, because the, the oddball is the our parents are here statement, but just I wish it would have gave more of a description of the vehicle they were in, but I don't know. Just the, the very tall and slender. Guaranteed is a Lincoln. That's what I'm thinking. 100%. I don't think it's got to be. It's got to be. And there's I, as I'm looking, there are multiple encounters that end sort of like that. No shit. Yeah. Where Dude, they're that's seen, fucked up. They're seen getting into dark cars that's and fucked shit up. like that. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah. See, that's weird, right? Yes, and that's why I didn't. I didn't go super hard because there there are so many stories out there that I would love to to revisit the Black Eyed Children at some point, especially if we start finding this connection where they could very well possibly be working with the Men in Black. Yeah, or the Men in Black could be like sent out to pick them up. You know what I mean? Like it's maybe, possible. maybe they're sent out like a cleanup crew. Like, Oh yeah. Know, like got a sighting here. Right. Exactly. Like they're res- kind of, I guess in a nutshell doing the job like they did in the movie. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. The last story I have, um, it was from, uh, person named our boy named Harold who was 16 years old when it happened he was making the long walk home from a friend's house as he made his way down the dirt road leading to the entrance he noticed a small figure leaning against the fence in front of the house as he approached he noticed that it was a boy being a small town everyone knew everyone Harold was puzzled having never seen this child before he immediately started talking to the boy but received no response He asked if the boy was all right, and after a moment, the boy finally replied. 
I want to go to your house. Take me to your house. Hell uh, no. Yeah, exactly. A chill rushed through Harold. He didn't know how to respond. It was in that moment that the boy looked up at him, a pair of solid black eyes staring at Harold with a desperate assertiveness. Harold felt glued to the ground with terror. He looked up the road, planning to run when the boy immediately shot back. Hey, Hollow Colt. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Now, don't you run away from me. You're going to walk me to your house. The kids said that? Yeah. Nah, dog. I would have been like, dude, you can fuck off. Like, Bro, I'm about to punch a kid in the face. <laughs> Harold was now feeling threatened. He made a run for it, sprinting up the road, too scared to look back. All he heard was a screeching wail, like that of a bobcat. Was it the child? Was this a wail of anger for not listening to his threatening words? He wasn't about to stick around to find out. The front door to the home flung open as Harold barreled through, and he startled his parents. And they, they asked him what was wrong. Struggling to speak, he finally explained that or what he had seen to his protective father. Soon, the father grabbed a shotgun and headed down the road, desperately searching for this boy. There was absolutely no sign of him anywhere. The family was left wondering just exactly what it was that Harold had experienced. Hell no. You're going to take me to your house. Nah, dog. <laughs> I ain't got to do shit. No. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But that's a, it's a, it's a pretty fucking scary Phenomenon. situation there. Yeah. You know, because he, I don't even, I don't even, but then I don't even know why the fuck you'd stop to talk to somebody you don't know. And then all of a sudden the dude's like, hey, you're taking me to your house. It just, uh, that just sounds like bad I things f- are about to happen. I feel like them portraying themselves as children, we find them less threatening. You know what I mean? No, that has, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like the same reason demons supposedly disguise themselves as children. I mean, then this might be the case, per se. But, you know, you're much more likely to stop and try to help 
two kids at night. Absolutely. Two 10-year-olds at night or whatever, 15-year-olds, than you are a grown-ass man in a hoodie. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They just... Well, yeah. I just think if they we see them less as a, as less of a threat. That's what I was gonna say. I mean the the threat level you see, like you said, a grown man in a hoodie. You're like, dude, this guy looks suspect. I want nothing to do with this. I'm gonna yeah. walk on this side of the street just to avoid this conflict conflict that's getting ready to happen. Whereas, like you said, a 12 year old kid, you're you're not gonna think anything no. about it. And you're just gonna walk right past. Or if they need help, you know, they, exactly they could use that. Exactly. I mean, what I know that in in my heart of hearts, if I saw a twelve year old that really needed my help, I would probably help. Oh hell yeah, that's that's just being a parent, I think, or just being a good ass human being. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's yeah. weird. I don't Life know. motto: Don't be a dick. Yeah. I as you were going through your stories, I was looking up some. I actually heard one. There's a YouTube channel that I love, and I'm going to shout it out. It's called Beyond Creepy. And narrator, the content creator is named Mr. Dark. If you guys want to check out some really awesome humanoid encounters, go check out his YouTube channel because he he has cases that I take off my brain. I'm like, I need to talk about this on the podcast. I need to talk about this on the podcast. So definitely go over there and check him out. But I was looking on Ranker.com, and they have nine terrifying stories about children with black eyes, and this one kind of stuck out to me because... Apparently there's was video evidence, maybe not. I don't know. But an engineer working uh, the night shift for a data center in Ohio had a creepy exchange and posted his tale anonymously as the name no- Noetic. Noetic. It was around 5 a.m. on July 31st, 2010. Noetic was taking a smoke break outside when he noticed two teenage boys standing motionlessly and staring at him from across the street. Though he felt somewhat unnerved, he finished his smoke and went back inside. Ten minutes after heading inside, the intercom buzzed. Noedic checked the monitors, and there they were. The two boys had made their way over to his building and were now staring into the surveillance camera like they could see him through it. Through the speaker, he asked what they wanted. They said nothing but motioned for him to come outside. He hit the speaker button again and told them to go away. They did not leave, but continued to stare into the camera as if they were watching Noedic as he worked. After a short while, he went to the door and chased them off. Right before opening the door, he saw them through the one-way glass and was horrified to see that their eyes were completely black. He knew he had opened—he had to open up the door and tell them to go away, and he decided to call the police if he had to. As if the boy read his mind, the moment the door opened, the boy said, That will not be necessary, sir. We simply need to use your phone. Can you let us in? Noedic was not about to fall for that nonsense. He pulled out his cell phone and threatened to call the police if they didn't leave. He made sure the door was locked and went back to the monitor. Only one boy was still staring at the camera. Then he realized the second boy had positioned himself out back as if he was staring into the camera there. By 6 a.m., both boys had moved into a blind spot with no coverage from the cameras. Noedic waited for them to reappear, but they had simply vanished. The police arrived not long after, but both the boys were gone. Fuck that yeah so this the these at first just wanted him to come outside which is even more creepy that like is they were after creepy. him personally but then they're like nah we just we just want just just invite us in so i don't i don't know man and when the second boy walked around to the back camera and started watching him that messed with me yeah i ain't into all that that kind of screwed me up. Hell yeah. But what brought up Beyond Creepy, he had a story. I'm going to try to remember it verbatim. Well, not verbatim, but just for my memory. 
this couple was out with another couple. They were just having the night out, going to bars, going to go see a movie, going to eat some dinner, just shit like that, you know? Right, yeah. Night on the town. Yeah. They go in, have their dinner, and as they're walking out, they see a group of teenagers in the park. And the best way they could describe it, uh, they they looked like the Lost Boys. They had leather jackets on. They had long hair. They looked like they were about 15, 16, Dope. 17 years old. And they were just hanging out. Well, as they walk out, one of the teenagers start calling the name of the guy in the first couple. That's start, weird. Start yelling at him, trying to get him to come over. And the guy has no idea who these teenagers are. He's like, I don't even know how they know my name, you know, because he was an older guy, probably mid 20s, early 30s. And he he's like, I don't know. And the only thing he could attribute it to was that they had heard his name over just conversation as they walked out of out of the restaurant. Right. So they didn't think anything of it. They're like, whatever, let's just continue with our night. So from the restaurant, they go to a bar. Scratch that. From the restaurant, they go to a movie. They decide to go see a movie, which is across town, like a 25-minute drive or whatever. So they go in, watch their film, come back out. As they walk out, the guy looks up, and who's standing right across the street, leaning up against the store, but the teenagers, the Lost Boys. And they start calling for him again, trying to get him to come over, asking to use his phone. Just anything they can they can think of. So they're kind of weirded out. They thought about calling the police, but they're like, you know what? It's just probably kids being kids. They could have overheard them talking about seeing the movie or even followed them. Or, you ah, know, he that's was like, two for two, though. Yeah, he was like, whatever. So then they decide to go to a bar across town. So they get in their car and they drive. And this is across, across town. So it's like quite a drive in this city. They get to the bar, they go in, they have a good time, spend a couple hours there, and as they go out, there they are again across the street. Oh, fuck that. And they start calling for him. They start calling for him. His girlfriend wants to call the police, and he's like, they're, they're probably just being teenage pranksters, you know, just, just fucking around, being edgy, being stupid, trying to mess with a couple of couples that they saw. Right. At, you know, just hanging out. So... They decide to call it a night. They're like, you know what? Whatever. We'll just go home. So the couple split up. Old boy and his wife decide to head home. They get to their apartment. And as they are getting ready for bed, there's a knock at the door. Oh, shit. Like, it's, it's beating on the door. And he said, I immediately knew who it was when I heard the knock. He said, my wife went in and looked through the peephole. And there they were. They were all sitting on the stoop. He said he lived in an apartment complex, multiple stories, but theirs was on the first floor. So as you come in, you can get, you can walk in the stoop and you can go into a stairwell or you can turn off and walk right into their apartment, like the front door. And he said they were all just sitting there. The main, they called him the leader because he was the one that did the talking, Right. was looking right in the peephole and she could see the rest of them just kind of lounging, lingering around, hanging on the stoop. And she said his eyes were completely black. She said it was the scariest thing he'd ever seen or she'd ever seen. So they knock and they're like, hey, we just need a ride home. Can we use your phone? 
And the husband's like, I am not opening this door for you. You know? Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, well, we're really hungry. Just let us in to get some food and we'll leave you alone. He's like, not happening. I'm calling the police. And it just keeps getting more and more like, let me in. I need to wash my hands. And he's getting more demanding. He's just like, let me in this house. Let me in this house. So as soon as they called the police, he starts banging on the door trying to beat the door in and he said the re- the other three boys kind of also conglomerated around the door and like they were pushing in on the door too trying to get inside the house for whatever reason god that'd be scary about that time they hear the sirens coming around the block and they said when they looked back out all the boys were gone that's crazy it was that would be, i know i didn't do it justice because i was just going by memory but it was like holy shit that'd be horrifying Especially when they're, like, it's, I guess it's not, it could be more intimidating because they were older and there was a whole group of them, but still, the fact that they're... Well, I mean, fuck, just imagine a group of 10, 13-year-olds fucking with you. Yeah. Like, what would you do in that situation? Yeah, it would suck. (laughs) It's definitely bizarre. Because, you know, where a grown man could fight a handful of them, but if you got 10 or 12 of the little shits... (laughs) That's not going to be an easy fight. It's like the gremlins. They outnumber exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I'm going to kind of end the stories there, except for in this point where the more, and this is where me and Steve are definitely screwed. You people listening, probably in the same boat as us. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Uh, Sweet. So supposedly, supposedly, the more you look into the black-eyed children, the more you look into aliens and the paranormal in general, the more of a chance you have of being exposed to these black-eyed children for some reason. Almost oh. like, almost like they're the. The cops of the underworld, or some stupid shit like that. That's neat, right? And like I actually, you need the negative energy for them to feed off of. Yeah. Well, and I found this this slight story. I'm not going to go into it crazy deep, but it comes to this point of you looking into into just the paranormal in general. There was this lady. Her name was Lisa, and she was from Nebraska, and she she was a historian, so she would always dig into big portions of history, especially if they were more on which I guess you could say the controversial side. She started looking into this this group called the Benandani. I'm probably not saying that right, but That's what it looks like to me. It the words translated to good walkers. They were as a, a secret society that really took off in the sixteenth century. Now, what these people basically were, and and that that I think that is what the time frame that we actually know about. They could have been going on for much longer than that, but these people apparently, and they were they were poor people, like they were they were not a wealthy class, but apparently they had the ability to exit their physical forms and move by night into a, another dimension or an astral plane 
and that is where they would wage war upon deadly evil witches that roamed the area. So they basically had these crazy-ass fights, these wars, almost with, like, the, the opposite of them. So they're like the good witch. They're trying to fuck up the bad witch, but they would go to this mutual ground to fight. To battle. So, you know, they... But they were delving in witchcraft and everything else. Well, by Lisa looking into this, she encountered the black-eyed children. But hers is almost worse because they were inside her house. So you don't necessarily have to be looking up no, black-eyed no, children. No, 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 no. You could just be looking into the paranormal or looking yes. into the occult or looking into, and it kind of opens a gateway yes. for them to be like, you know what? These people might buy into us and let us into their house. So, you know, I just, ooh, it gives me goosebumps. I had this theory. Well, what if, and it kind of makes sense in my head. I know it's just spitballing and throwing a dumb idea out there. But what if the men in black are the men in black of the alien world? These little assholes are the men in black of the spiritual world. Oh, shit. Because, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But then why would the men in black of the alien world be picking up the men in black? Because they're both the men in black. Because they're all just chilling. They're all like, hey, we need to get people off the... What I want to know... Off our trail. Is where in the fuck are these kids' parents? Not being very good ones. Watch your kids. Shit. Not being good parents. But I don't know. It just... I I saw that in several accounts where the more you... Especially the more you look into the black-eyed children in general... Apparently that really ups your fucking chances. But. Because this tends, like, I feel like this tends to be a newer phenomenon. To our knowledge, but you have, yeah, I mean. The the black-eyed children yes. as itself. Yeah. Could it be, like, I, I would like to dig deeper and see where the origins are. Oh, yeah, this is just me scratching the surface. Yeah. Like I said, there are shitloads of stories out there that I really want to keep diving into, but it's hard to keep up because like what we were talking earlier I was looking into Dogman and I thought I was just going to be able to write a simply easy episode on it and the more I look into it the more I'm just drawn and enthralled into that where I'm like I've got to do this more justice just keep digging yeah like it's it's really fucking interesting yeah and that's how most of our topics are it's just that we only have an hour to do it and then we have to find the time throughout our weeks to sit down and be able to do this type of shit. So yeah, if, sometimes it is hard to compose all the information that just the information that we find into an hour. Right, which you know leads me to a point. If there's anybody out there who knows of good material for us, like dude from Australia, send us links. Yeah, send us direct information because sometimes it's hard to hunt this shit down. Yeah, I found some cool uh, encounters with androids. But it's so few and far between. Like, I don't have enough to make a whole episode out of. So I'm going to try to work that in somewhere. But nah, fuck it. Anyway, it's whatever. Yeah, but to to kind of tee off the end here. Now, that's kind of what I just explained is kind of, I guess, one side of the coin. I found something else that is a theory on what these children could be. Kind of sits well with me because everybody knows I take a lot of... I have a lot of faith in the ancient tribes of the world. Now, this theory is from the ancient Iroquois Indians, and it comes from their legends. 
The Iroquois Indians believed in a dark power called the Otcon that could take over children and an evil one, quote-unquote, would mate with human females to produce black-eyed, chalky-skinned children. These children were killed by the tribe soon after birth and burned to stop them from resurrecting. Children wandering alone in the woods could also be taken over by the octon and would reemerge with black eyes and pale skin, acting nervously while repeating themselves over and over. Their goal was to destroy the tribe and infect all of the people with octon or octon. Hmm. So there's another, and I think I have heard before of something similar to this, where there would be people that would go out into the woods, children per se, and then they would come back with black eyes and not be anywhere remote with the you know the the children, the child they originally like were. Like almost like a replacement. Yes. I have too, but I don't remember what. Me either. I know what I've lore read that was tied to. Yeah, I know I've read that before. I can't remember. Man, I don't know. At the end it's, of the day, what do you feel like these children are more likely to be? I don't know, man. You could. Um, first things first, uh, vampires, I'm going to say negative. The only I, thing I, that ticks yeah. on the vampire thing is that you have the trope of wanting to be invited inside, which... But that could also be... Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah, I mean... So, but I'm with you on that. That's literally, I don't think it's a vampire. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Next theory, demonic. I'm down with that. Um, That's probably my number one pick. I f- uh, I'm kind of with it. I don't know why they would need to be invited. Any other time, a demon just does whatever the hell it wants to do, so why not? Yeah, that's true. Uh, the fact that it's using children as a cover is like Demon 101. And demons demons fuck with me. Like, not personally, but just the, the idea of demons. Because, like, ghosts, ghosts have a human element. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think of a ghost and you think they were a person at one time. You can relate to a person. Absolutely. Demons, aliens... They don't give a shit. Alternate dimensional beings, they have no correlation with humans at all. They don't give a single shit about people, about, right. you know, that that kind of shit is what terrifies me. That Ghosts don't a, scare me. That is kind of a fucked up way to look at it. Like, they, like, they can't even relate no. to us. In, it's like us and an ant. Ants in the afterbirth, dog. Right. Right. Exactly. They don't care. Right. And that shit, that shit is that's kind of fucked up it's terrifying to me i heard i heard somebody it was probably on a youtube or another podcast correlate that you know ghosts ghosts are one thing because we uh we assume that they were a person so they can relate to us they can empathize with us demons aliens intergalactic or interdimensional beings they don't chances are interdimensional beings or they don't even know we fucking exist. Right. They could they couldn't even give a shit. Yeah, we could go extinct right now and they would never even know there were humans out there. Just, yeah. Same way with aliens. Yeah. They wouldn't give a fuck. So I went off on a tangent there. No. But I'm it's good. fine. Could it be demons? Maybe. Dude, I don't know. I the think whole, 
the whole needing to be uh, invited inside throws me off. But Could some of them, yeah. some of them almost borderline try to force themselves in. Yeah, like the, the Lost Boy encounter, they were just trying to get in there. And the one, the one story I ended on there with, in regards to her looking into that secret cult, uh, they they appeared to her in like a, a sleep paralysis state. I did see some cases where they where they show up in sleep paralysis. So maybe maybe weird. that's not. So that that could be. In a nutshell, if you think outside the box, that could be the BEK BEK's. Uh, fuck! What am I looking for? Like astral projection, telepathy, and shit. kind of like them being there, but they're not actually there. They're just entering in their mind or whatever, so they're not actually inside. The could house. they be? Could they be on the same plane as the Hat Man, as the old Hag, as the Shadow Man? You know, is this very well possible? Could these all be the same being, just taking on different forms for different people? Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. It could be. I. I think in nature, they're nefarious for sure, and I do feel like whereas they may not be a demon per se, I feel like they probably have ties in that department. When I when I hear the encounters of people seeing them and just feeling dread, yeah, like I know that feeling. It's I, I was. You guys are gonna think I'm crazy, but I was left the push mower out the other day and it was going to rain. So I have to take it out to the shed, which is not that it's like uh, 150 feet from my house, but it was like two 30 in the damn morning. So I'm like, son of a bitch, it's going to rain. I need to go put the mower up. So I take it out there. I lift the shed door and I just got this feeling of absolute terror. Like Fuck that. something was out there watching me. Like I felt oh, like a little kid because I shoved the mower in the shed and slammed the door and I'm running back inside <laughs> I'm like, Fuck please this. don't let me come in and be four hours after I walked out. I'm like, oh, please let it sucked. be the same time that I went out. That yeah, sucks. me all messed up. Um, could it be aliens? Maybe. I don't know why they would need to do this. Dude, I, I, mean, think, you can I just... think that I'm not down with that at all. With them being aliens? Yeah, no. I don't buy they it. They can just abduct you. The only thing that kind of ties that in is the men in black Men in Black being attributed to yeah, it. Unless, unless your argument for the BEKs was more or less... Uh, alien human hybrid then I would listen yeah but them being straight alien like Steve said they're just they just come into your house they don't give a fuck no that's that's why I think it's the same way with demons you know if a demon can come in and possess your body why in the hell does it need to be invited inside and take the form of a child but in context to that in, in not in every case but you would think that in in a lot of of the writing of demons and stuff, you you have to at some point almost invite them in, even if you're not saying, "Hey, come on in," but you you know your your state of mind. Open yourself up. To yes, them. yes, exactly. Which kind of makes sense as to if you look into this shit, paranormal, you're kind of asking the children to be more attuned to you, I guess. But that's that's kind of like we talked in the beginning when we started this this whole project is that I personally feel that the more that you acknowledge the paranormal, the more you look into it. And I'm not talking just about witnessing BKs or Bigfoot or whatever, but the more you expose yourself to this shit, I honestly feel like the, the more you crack the door and you're letting everything filter back in. 
When you look into the darkness, sometimes it looks back. There you go. When you look through a window, sometimes those windows are doors. Yep. That's kind of how I feel about paranormal in a whole is that the more you go chasing after it, something might chase back. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, it's fucked up. But yeah, that's our episode on Black Eyed Kids. Oh, yeah. Wrapping it up. There yeah. it is. So if anyone has had an encounter with the BEK, BECs, uh, please let us know. Absolutely. Because like, I'm curious as to if this is a newer kind of urban legend thing, like almost like a creepypasta that someone had put out there, and now the more people are reading it, it's kind of Catch fire. life imitating art. You know, like, like, do these things get on paper and then all of a sudden they become real? Like the Slender Man? I know I reference that all the time, but it was just a story on paper and then all of a sudden you have people actually thinking that they're seeing it. Right. So I was just wondering if if this was an account that was fictional to begin with and now it's slowly becoming not fictional. So if you've had an encounter, please uh, let us know. Uh, email us, you know, the, you know the spiel. Um, check us out at all of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, again, we are thinking about starting to try and do some episodes where we interview people, where we're li- like we're live recording with Skype about people who have had encounters. If that is something you are interested in, if you have amassed encounters and you would like to sit with us on Skype and talk face to face record and record it for the podcast please send us an email hit us up on the social media and let us know that's something we've been experimenting with and we think we're getting close to getting ready to go that'll switch it up a little bit and let everybody get kind of kind of change it up yeah and if you don't if you don't have access to skype or want to have access to skype we have also figured out a way where you could call our phone and talk to us that that way yeah so it so, would be completely up to you on how you, you want to do it. And if you're looking to get an interview, I honestly don't mind giving you my phone number. So, Yeah, that'd be dope. Because if I don't know your number, I don't answer the phone anyways, so I really don't give a shit. Because we get some <laughs> we get some people that have had lifelong encounters. You know, it's not a single incident, but a bunch of incidents combined. And, it's, and it's, it almost doesn't do it justice if we break it up every episode right. of what's happened. And we'd rather just make a whole episode yeah. about someone's encounters throughout their lifetime. And I feel like you guys would enjoy that too. So we're going we're gonna to put it out there. If you guys want to get in on it, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Hell, so, I mean, if, if we have the time to kill... I really don't give a shit if your story's nothing more than 15 minutes long. Yeah, send it. Let's let's yeah, talk, we can about, talk it. about it. Let's talk about it. So until next time, you guys stay out there. Continue being good human beings. Stay safe. Stay weird. And if a bunch of creepy little kids with dark black eyes come knocking at your door, you don't have to be a good human being. Don't answer the door. <laughs> Tell them to eat shit and go home. Where are the parents at? Past your bedtime. Where are the parents? See ya.